welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast, where we give you tangible, actionable tips to lead your most vibrant life. We do this by alternating our weekly podcast with coaching episodes so that you can actually figure out the tangible ways that you can improve your life on a weekly basis. And then every other week, we have an interview with a woman who is doing just that, leading an incredibly vibrant life, whether that's uh, her choice to foster kids, whether that's a business that she's running, going back to school, you know, going into politics. We have women from all walks of life and they've got phenomenal stories and great tips to share with you. So this week on the podcast, we're on episode number 79. Now, the Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, which is powered by ATV. Now, we're sort of heading into the back-to-school season in September, so I just wanted to let you know about a really cool program that ATB has called Junior ATB, where Alberta elementary school students get to run their own in-school bank. So it's this really neat learning opportunity, and it's often a chance for students and and families to meet ATB's leaders. Now... I don't know about you, I don't feel like when I grew up in school, there was enough education about finances and how to do your own banking and all that, you know, the real, real life skills. So I was so pleased to hear that this is something that ATB are up to. And speaking of back to school, I want to let you know about a brand new podcast called Back to School Again. Now, this is a podcast about people who have made the decision in their midlife to return to school. So it's either to pursue a new type of career, to augment their current career, or just for the sheer challenge of learning something new. Living a more vibrant life? Just saying? And it chronicles the personal journey of the host, Katrina Ingram, who is back in school after more than two decades away. And it features conversations with a wide range of midlife learners who are currently enrolled in post-secondary studies or have completed a post-secondary degree. So it shares their stories. A particular story that I wanted to share with you, and I'll link to it in today's show notes, is episode number three, which is Choosing the Trades with Jessica Kelly. And she talks about how she's decided to become an electrician after she had sort of tried almost everything. Now, she does it with an organization called Women Building Futures, which is all about women in the trades. And in my former life and community investment, I had the opportunity to learn a lot more about Women Building Futures and to actually meet with one of their executives. And it is such a fascinating organization and they have such a a mission to help women get into the trades, have all the skills that they need, create these really prosperous lives for their families. Or It's just such an incredible organization. So I thought this was the perfect episode to share from back to school again. So show notes for today can be found at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash seven nine. So that's where I will link to junior ATB and the back to school again podcast. So today's episode is all about how to make achieving your goals inevitable. Now, just a reminder, if you are signed up for our 121 day challenge, you know, it goes from September 1st to December 31st, uh, you should be getting weekly emails from me on a Saturday. We've sent out two phenomenal resources so far. It is not too late to join if you are interested in, if you really want to power through the end of your year, if you're really wanting to make some serious progress on that goal, on that dream, on that thing that you care a lot about, could be your career, could be your health, could be a relationship, doesn't matter, whatever it is, I've got some phenomenal resources and this is a chance to be accountable to yourself, to have some support and to really get in gear here. If you want to participate in this challenge, beyond just the like the podcast episodes that I share, I'm sending specific 
quality content to people that are signed up to my newsletter. And so you can do that in the show notes for wherever you're listening to this, the show notes will have a link to sign up for the newsletter. People that are signing up sort of later, um, don't worry, I'm at, I am going to catch you up with those first two resources to make sure that you haven't missed them. So given what we're talking about, how to achieve your goals, uh, today's episode is all about how to make achieving your goals inevitable. <laughs> So some people make achieving their goals look super simple, right? I mean, there are the people who make a goal and they just seem to knock it out of the park. Whereas you tell yourself that you're going to go for a swim at 6am and then you hit snooze until it's too late. Or maybe I'm just talking about myself here. Maybe a bit of both. So the question is, how do we make achieving goals inevitable? This is a big thing that we talk about in coaching because there is nothing more demotivating than to set a goal only to fail yourself. We've all done it before. Uh, you know, we've we've said we'll do the thing, said we'll do the thing, and then we don't, and then we just feel terrible, and it makes you less likely, it, it, it lessens your faith in yourself. So whatever your goal is, I have, I want to share today my top five strategies for achieving that goal. So the first strategy is to know the path. There's work hard and there's work smart. And I am so beyond fed up of hearing influencers in the personal development or entrepreneurial space that say that all it takes to achieve your dreams is hard work. I call bull on that concept. And that's because we are all coming from very different circumstances. You could barely be making ends meet. So finding the time to work on your goal could be 10 times more challenging than it would be for another person. You could be going through a traumatic time or a season in your life that puts up more barriers for you. You could be from a less privileged background. There are a ton of reasons why work hard is not all it's going to take to achieve your goal. Does that make it impossible? No, it just means that the timing, the path and the circumstances might be substantially different for you. So work hard doesn't always cut it. So what does it take? That's why you need to figure out the path. Finding your roadmap might be as easy as a Google search, or it might take some real digging in and interviewing people who have done what you want to do. If you want to run a 10K, go online and find a training plan. If you want to start your own business, read, listen to podcasts, and talk to real life entrepreneurs. Find out how to get from point A to point B so that you understand the path, both in terms of what it takes in action items, finances, mental strength, and so on know the path. Number two is break it down. So once you know what your path is, how can you break it down into bite-sized chunks? So the way that I suggest breaking your goals down is to have weekly action items, a 90-day action item, and the overarching goal. So weekly helps you focus on the here and now, what you're doing today, what you're doing tomorrow, what you're doing this weekend. It helps you realize how you need to reprioritize your life in the immediate future and what needs to shift to make room for your goals. So maybe you need to figure out some extra childcare this week, or maybe you need to spend a little less time socializing, whatever it is. Like you just need to figure out how you reprioritize this week to focus on your goal. Now, 90 days is, is a long enough period of time to make significant progress on a goal while not feeling totally out of reach. That overarching goal can feel intimidating or overwhelming, but 90 days is a season that you can really focus on. And then by the end of that 90 days, you can reset your goals and action items for the next season until you have ultimately achieved your overarching goal. Number three is have accountability. 
The true power to achieving your goal is in accountability. There is a slew of available research that proves the benefit of having an accountability partner, be it a coach, a mentor, a friend. The results of these studies range from an increased likelihood of achieving your goal anywhere from 50% to 95%, depending on factors such as the type of accountability partner, whether the meeting is scheduled, paid, and so on. At the end of the day, you need to find the form of accountability that works for you, your budget, and your needs. NaNoWriMo, for example, is the National Novel Writing Month Challenge, and it happens each November. So while you can participate on your own and challenge yourself to write 80,000 words, many participants state the benefit of having a group or a cabin in their April version that actually helps propel an author towards their goal. Coaching is another great way to achieve your goals, and I don't only say this because I am a coach, but because I have seen firsthand the results that my clients have achieved. And beyond that, I'm a coach that pays for coaching. I get my own coaching because I know the power of being accountable to someone that can really help push me. So in the show notes for today, I do want to share with you some of the sort of killer results that my clients have seen to date. If you are interested in working with me for me to help you reach your 90-day goal, I would be absolutely honored. If you want to contact me for a free transformational coaching session, uh, you, the details are in the show notes, or you can contact me at girltrieslife at gmail.com. So again, there's something truly powerful about a commitment to yourself combined with a financial and a calendar commitment. That's kind of like the trifecta where you can reach that 95% based on the studies goal achievement. Number four is creating inevitable conditions. So I want to get really real about this one. What is it that you need to do for you to make sure that you're going to follow through? Perhaps the last step of accountability is all that it's going to take for you. Perhaps you need a little bit more. We've all heard about that whole set your gym clothes out the night before or even sleep in them for some people. But know yourself. What will get you to the gym, for example? Because for me, setting my gym clothes out rarely helped me. It might help sometimes, but it was rarely the defining factor. Now, currently, I am on a fitness streak so great that I've never been this consistent before. And why is that? So I now go to ballet bar classes, which let me tell you are a serious workout, three to four times a week. And it's all because you have to sign up for sessions online. And if you don't cancel within a certain window, you're charged $16. 16 bucks is a big deal, y'all. Like that is the equivalent of like four to five days of Starbucks for me. So Case in point, last week, the only time on a certain day that I could schedule for bar was, was for a 6 a.m. class. Now, trust me, the baby woke up in the night. My son had a nightmare. I so did not want to go to class. I wanted to sleep in so badly. But that $16 cancellation fee was ringing in my ears and I got my butt up and out. And you know what? I am so glad I went. It was a cool morning and I drove while the sun was rising and I felt so set up for the day. It was fantastic. Another example is that I wanted to finish a particular book that I was studying. Now, finding time to read is really hard with little ones around. So to make it inevitable, I made sure that I always kept the book handy. Now, I didn't have hour long stretches to read, but what I did was I grabbed five minutes here, 10 minutes there. So what is your $16 cancellation fee? Is it scheduling something into your calendar? Is it meeting a friend to work on your projects together? 
Is it that you're not allowed your carrot until you do that task? Like what's your carrot? What's the thing that you'll reward yourself with? So make your goal, making your goal inevitable won't always be easy, but figure out what is possible and what will work for you and your personality. So last but not least is celebrating the little wins. How often do we set up goals only to cross them off and move on to the next thing? If we don't celebrate the wins, no matter how big or small, how do we expect to make progress and stay motivated? This is why every coaching session that I do starts off with asking what went well for you this week. It is so, so easy for us to focus on the negative, to say where we fell off the wagon or whatever it is, but what about where we rose to the challenge? And it doesn't have to be a big challenge. The key is also to focus on how to celebrate in a way that is meaningful for you. Maybe celebrating means that you treat yourself to a nice walk and a coffee. Maybe it means you get to go on a girl's night out, or maybe it means that you buy something special when you've reached a big milestone. Maybe it means that you get some well-deserved time off, or maybe it just means that you shout it from the rooftop and let others know how proud you are of yourself. How do you like to celebrate? Figure out how you like to celebrate and then set up those milestone rewards. Now, I recently read The Power of Moments by Chip Heath, and he talked about this being core to so many programs. And I'll share the Fitbit, for example. If you're a Fitbit owner, you know that you frequently get these notifications when you reach a milestone. It says you've climbed the equivalent of the Eiffel Tower, or you've walked the length of the Great Wall of China, or whatever it is. It's these small celebrations that trigger dopamine in your brain and send you that surge of good feelings, which help to trigger further motivation. So scientifically, we need to celebrate. Scientifically, we need that dopamine to keep us going. So what is your milestone? How will you mark it? How will you celebrate? Think of it in advance. Don't wait until it happens. Have that reward to work towards. So That's the five things, really. It sounds simple, right? Like none of this is going to sound life-alteringly unique. But when you combine them together and when you make them work for you, you really, really, really can make achieving your goals inevitable. Make sure you have that accountability piece, whether it's a coach, whether it's an individual. Like I said, the science is 50 to 95% more likely to achieve your goals. So that, to me, is the piece that you absolutely cannot miss out on. So again, The five were one, know the path, two, break it down, three, have accountability, four, create the inevitable conditions, and five, celebrate those little wins. So that's it for this week. Again, if you want to participate in this 121-day challenge, sign up for my newsletter. It goes out every Saturday, so if you sign up today, you will get the catch-up tomorrow. And if you are truly serious about wanting to knock this out of the park and you want an accountability partner in the form of a coach, please contact me. I would love to help you achieve whatever that big goal is. And you can contact me at girltrieslife at gmail.com. So have a fantastic week. I cannot wait to hear how you're working towards achieving your goals. Until next week, take care. (laughs) 